Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lube. Man, holler at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on socials. Absolutely, and I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy. Spring is here. Happy belated birthday, A.B. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Yeah, it's warming up quick. Thanks, man. How does 50 feel? Pause. <laughs> Pause. I got 25 more years to, figure, to see what that feel like. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Super funny, but no, happy birthday, brother. No Love doubt, no doubt. Black man out here getting older. Did you do anything special? Uh man, ate good. Went to the game last week. My pisses was in time. We got our ass whooped. Got to witness that. Mm. Um, I could, the draft can't get here fast enough, man. Wemby, let's go. Oh, no, 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 Playoffs no, no. next year. <laughs> Championship the year after that. You heard it here no, first. Y'all not getting him. A good meal on your birthday is top notch now. It's it, it, like new restaurant. It, man, nice new restaurant, good meal. Yeah. I'm letting beat that. <laughs> no club, no nothing. Yeah, no grass wall. Uh salute to the grass That's walls, fine. though. Listen, action packed episode, guys. We got coming up, man. Another week in review. TDE is teasing new black hippie records. We're going to discuss if that's too late or not. Drake's concert is caused a stir on Ticketmaster. Got people suing Ticketmaster. We're mm. going to discuss who has uh, more to blame, man, the actual app or the artist for continuing to use that. And mm-hmm. new book alert, which down south rapper has a new book memoir on the way. We're going to talk about that, see if it's a must read or must skip. But first, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't kick this episode off paying respects to Grand Hustle's own Clay Evans, um, close friends with T.I., um, business partners with T.I., managed Lil Duvall, um, was kind of pivotal in his career, his his rebranding of, of his um, comedy career. Um, passed away over the weekend. He had been he had fell ill about a week ago, um, and things weren't looking too great. But um, they they his account made it official the other day. So condolences um, to friends, family, um, and fans uh, of Clay. Man, nothing but respect on social media. I'm talking about widespread uh, for yeah. those that knew him, man. Absolutely, man. Nobody had a bad thing to say, man. Thoughts and prayers, his family, uh, his friends. We had the luxury of being able to experience it very early on in our media career. So he opened a door for us. We weren't smart enough to walk through it, but, you know, shout out to him for that. And um, rest in peace, Clay, man. Absolutely. We were rookies, though. That was rookie year on deck right there. We can't be hard on ourselves yet. We can't be hard on ourselves. We didn't know. man. But, man, the top, let's get to this first topic, man. Listen, New York has been waving. We know how New York get down when they go to when it comes to hip-hop and, and their superheroes. And so some podcasts that shall remain nameless, with all due respect to them, was talking about a potential 50 Cent and Lil Wayne versus and how 50 Cent would quote-unquote wash Lil Wayne. Now New York media picked that up. Ebro from Hot 97, DJ Envy from Breakfast Club, they both agreed Said 50 would get Wayne in a versus relatively easily. My question, who do you have your money on 50 versus Wayne in a versus? I hate New York biased. I hate it. <laughs> it makes my fucking blood boil. Like the very beginning, my hip hop origin story of watching um, Rap City and wondering why no one on there sounded fucking like me. Why didn't any of the music appeal to me like the Southern music that came on there? Very few and far between like Scarface and Ghetto Boys. Um, This is DJ Envy and Ebro and New York media being in a bubble. There's no way. Well, there's a way if it was New York bias. But you're talking about Wayne, who from 13 to now is still putting out hits. 50 had a strong four, five-year run. Max. And he had smashes. Yeah, for sure. Don't get it twisted. But my problem is the the juice, the sauce that New York people always put on their artists. This is the same issue I have with Bob Deep. This is the same issue I have with a Busta Rhymes. This is the same issue I have with those people when they try to include them in conversations that they just don't belong in. And I ain't saying that 50 couldn't hold his own against Wayne in a versus because I'd be stupid to say that. However, he not winning. Ain't no way he can beat Lil Wayne. Like, ain't it's maybe two people on the planet that can beat Lil Wayne in the versus, and 50 is not one of them, bro. Like, 50 and T.I., that's the matchup. 
That'll yeah. be close. We'd love to see that. But stop disrespecting our Southern kings and legends and put niggas in the same sentence with Lil Wayne. Like, because 50 not in the same category as dude. No. Stop. Listen, man, I respect the pride. Yeah. Big Apple, they walk with their head held high. I'm not mad at that. But at a certain point, man, I got to stop the delusion, bro. There's no way on God's green earth that Wayne is losing a versus to 95% of hip hop. Like Nobody he, in New York can beat him. Maybe Jay, him and Jay can go toe to toe. It's it's Jay, Drake, and Kanye are the three that could beat Wayne. The end. That's it. That's, That's the, the versus. End of the list. That's the versus uh Mount Rushmore. That's Wayne, it. Drake, Jay, and Kanye. That's, That's it. it. Other than that, like, and, and it's by far too. It ain't close. <laughs> it's by far that them niggas are ahead, dude. So I get it. That's their man's. 50's doing very well for himself. His pivot is crazy to the TV shit, but let's not get it twisted, dude. We're not playing this a big, rich town because that's just going to get smashed by something Wayne did. One of his 8,000 features, one of his solo songs. One of it, it doesn't matter, bro. He's getting washed. He's not getting, he's not getting washed. It, it would be a good fight, but he, he's not losing. I, I'd, I'd have my money on Wayne all day, every day. That would be a very entertaining versus. Wayne would just beat him though. Like, yeah, he would. He would just win. He would win you, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, I've been doing this shit for. Like, Wayne is the the rapper's rapper. Like, it shouldn't be them niggas. Is DJs should notice. Damn. I know y'all was outside when this shit was happening, but the better question I think from this too, or an additional question is, is this the conversation or what's the conversation to get these niggas back on the versus stages? Like no. what? What is it gonna take? Like I seen Swiss buying Alicia Keys a custom made Maybach today. He don't look worried yeah. about verses <laughs> at all. Like verses is the last thing on his mind, especially <laughs> since them niggas were fighting that lawsuit or whatever it may be. So I'm wondering, like, is there something that would get them niggas off of their couches? Yeah, is it the JD Puff? Like, what is it? Yeah, no, it, we were talking about this over the weekend. My guy Jay, he was like, "Man, it might be done." I was like, "Nah, it." it so. People are fickle. Memories are short. If they came out tomorrow with the big dog Puff versus JD, Bad Boy versus versus So So Def, niggas would tap in for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If they if tomorrow 50 and TI was announced, niggas would 50 and anybody really, because that's gonna be must see TV. Niggas is tapping in for that. Now, I don't think it would happen. 50's never gonna do it. Number one. Number two, Swiss and Timberland waiting on cleaning up the bullshit that they got with the paperwork and because uh, they claim the season's on the way. It's been on the way for a minute now. But I do believe with the you have to come out the gate with a home run for people to care. You can't come back out with Omarion uh, versus motherfucking Anthony Hamilton. Nobody's going to give a shit with all due respect to them. You got to come out with the big dogs. And, and there are a couple of big dogs that we just ran through that would definitely bring audiences and bring eyes. But and 50 we'll Cent Wayne is never going to happen one and two. Even if it did, Wayne would have beat him somewhat easily. Like we're gonna talk about this later with the ticketing thing, but I don't understand why they haven't. Like I'm not a rocket scientist, but like the live verses with as much as live concerts are going for right now. Yeah, like bro, like that that seemed like it would be easy. That's to a get layup, to bro. Yeah, and it ain't even got to be a tour. Like I can just go to a city. Like we doing the verses in this city. The tickets is. $150, yep. pay for it or just sit at home and watch it. But like that should have sell out. Like no problem. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, let's see. I, I wonder what the red tape is around that. All right, man. From there, we go to your man's J. Cole. J. Cole had a, a revelation, Animal Brown. He said he envies people with regular lives. And what he means is like they go to work, they go home, they're happy with that. No extracurricular shit. Just the family. They love their family and they happy with that. Yeah. Also, he pulled up on some rappers and let them and listen to their tapes in Queens. Yeah. But the bigger question here I want to know, because he seems like he's trying to do the normal stuff, even going back to the YouTube stuff, A B. Mm -hmm. Do you believe J. Cole when he says that he wishes he had a normal life, or is this pandering and part of a new rollout? Yeah, that. So he was doing an interview when he spoke about the he envies people with regular lives. And I, I was surprised at the comments. A an overwhelming majority of the comments was like, man, nigga, fuck out of here. They go like, you pandering to your dollar in a dream crowd. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's you. That's who buys your records, and you think that that's going to touch them and go make you seem like all oh, hell, J Cole. I disagree. I feel like the grass is always greener, and it's no different if you're rich and famous. Rich and famous motherfuckers don't want to be famous, dude. Or generally speaking, you'll hear that sentiment a lot. I just want the paper. The fame that cut co- that comes with it can be exhausting. Sometimes people just want to, they miss their old life, so to speak. I feel like this is the closest way I can relate. But but see, here's the thing. If you've never been rich and famous, then you can't relate to that. It doesn't make sense. It's like, nigga, who wouldn't want fame and money? What are you talking about? Like, so to the person that's average, a regular you and I, day, everybody, day one person, they feel like, why would somebody rich and famous want to be where I'm at? Mm. Here's the thing I can I can compare it to. It's almost like when you're older and you're doing pretty decent for yourself, but you missed the days when you were younger, had less responsibilities, were more carefree, but you may not have had the whip that you got. You may not have had no crib that you got. You may not have had the perks that come with being older and working and doing all that shit, but you still had fun. I was young and my mama's station wagon, bro. But I had fun, though, and the life was carefree. Nigga had a beeper bill, and that was it, dude, making sure I had batteries in my beeper. And everything else was easy, like Sunday morning. Now there's a lot more pressures on you. People got families to take care of. Like, that's cool having kids and stuff, but there's a lot of pressure, especially when you're a dude that comes with that and have a wife and kids and shit. So I understand that's the closest way that I can relate it to. Like, nigga, you remember back in the day, like, some people wish they could go back to that, but you would be missing a lot of shit, that, a lot of cool shit that you got now, a lot of knowledge that you have now you wouldn't have, but you missed those days. That's the closest way because everybody can relate to getting older. Everybody can't relate to getting rich. That's true. And that, that's an interesting take. I took it more so of one on, on one layer. When you're talking about normal people, J. Cole ain't referring to a motherfucker that's working at like McDonald's and you're doing Uber. You and check the check. To, yeah. He's yeah, talking he about motherfuckers with good jobs who like. I don't have a need to go try and do something else because I make good money. I right. can go home and I can relax. I may work a lot, but I can take care of my family. We go on vacations. We yeah. have a nice car. He's talking about that. He ain't sure. talking about the, slums. the struggle life that most people know. And I ain't trying to be funny. Like I, right. I'm just talking about the majority of people. He's not talking about that struggle life. So I think in the comments, mm-hmm. that's why you would get people saying that because they struggling. Yeah. What I really did find interesting is because I'm not rich or famous. Right. However, I've had the same thought, though. Like, mm. because we try to do this. We've been doing this for 10 years. And this is a passion project. Like, we don't make a shit ton of money from this. I still have a day job. Right. And I run into people who have jobs that don't do nothing else. And I always wonder what that's like. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to work, you go home, you ain't trying to start a podcast, you don't rap. No you side ain't a real hustle. estate agent on the yeah. side. You don't write for blogs. All I do is I go to work. I enjoy myself, my family, and I go home. We go out, we vacation. But not rich or famous, though. I've right. always wondered what people like that, like how, I don't know how you wrap your head around that because it seems like it's just so mundane to me. The yeah. reason that I do this, or I'm not, I can't speak for you, but the reason that I'm in this field is not to be rich or famous, but I would love to be a self-sustained media person and doing this and getting paid for this where I ain't got to go work or clock in for nobody. That would be the ultimate goal for this, where people would value my opinion enough to where I can make a living from this. And I would be happy and content with that. I don't have it. Everybody don't have to know me just enough to make a living from it from. So I get what he's saying about it. I get what he's saying by like, what if I wasn't J. Cole? What if I was a rapper that was good enough to make a living from this and I could go out and pull up in the projects in Queens and it wasn't a fucking news story? It was just me showing love to a nigga that I knew. I just happened to be a little bit better off than him. I do. I understand what he means when he says that, like people who don't have that draw to do something else. I get that. And and not even in in addition to just the draw, just being caught up in that more. I need more. It's never enough. It's a hustle. It's the it's the rat race. It's the nigga. Okay, you did this nigga. Now what? And it. It's like, yo, I, I remember when we uh when I got married, when we when our, our honeymoon was in DR mm-hmm. and the vibe at mm-hmm. in DR and places like that was so different from America as it relates to 
Everybody wasn't hustling and bustling. Everybody was taking their time. Everybody seemed mad chill. Everybody, nobody was necessarily worried about when the next this, where am I going to get this? And the, it, it, it just, it, the vibe was completely different with the people that lived there, at least that from our perspective. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the one thing, well, not one thing, but that's one of the biggest things that we live in a capitalistic society. So that kind of is ingrained in us. Hustle, 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 hustle. Man, that shit. Some people don't want to do that shit, bro. Like some people cool. They they don't mind their job. Some people actually like their job. <laughs> like, dude, everybody doesn't they don't hate their job. Want to do a podcast or a fucking rap on the side? Any like that? Good with work, bro. And I, I used to. I, and it's funny you say you used to see people and you're like, damn, that's that's interesting. That my brother was the same way. Bro, my mm-hmm. brother worked, nigga. He had season tickets to the Predators, bro. And he could go. He could hit the bar twice a week. He was cool. He didn't travel. He didn't have big dreams, but he was happy though. <laughs> like, that was cool for him, right? That's what he wanted. Yeah. He had season tickets to the Titans and the motherfucking Predators, bro. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, but and, and I've and always society. been the opposite of that. I've, I, I, mm. I've always been wanted more. I've, I've been like that since I was young. And so, but you're right. That comes with a sense of anxiety. That comes with a lot of things that doesn't necessarily feel that great. Things are never enough. So it's like, it, it, I feel you. It, there is a, a piece of me that always wonders, like, damn, why can't I just like, be content with some mm-hmm. regular stuff? But, I mean, that's just, that's just how people are wired. That's a fact. Do Neither is wrong or right, by the way. <laughs> you explaining it right. You explaining it about your brother made me think, because I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask you. Your brother doesn't listen to rap music, does he? No, nah, not, not a really. Fan. And, nah. I think that speaks to it. You're a bigger hip hop fan, and the hustle mentality is ingrained in us from the music that we start listening to at a very young age. Yeah, versus like you're saying, yeah, I think your brother more alternative rock music. Than yeah, 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 or something like that. So that makes sense. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, man, to each his own. Live your life the way you want to live it. I get J Cole. I don't knock J Cole for this. I don't think yeah. he's pandering. It's part of a rollout, and that's cool though. Like, I, be, I, but you gotta be outside before. though. You 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 have to be outside when you're coming out, bro. It just is what it is. That's yeah, it. absolutely. He's famous, dude. <laughs> and that's the thing I think that we get too caught up in in trying to hit people with this aha shit in the time that we're in now. Yeah. What's wrong with him pandering to his fan base, bro? Like, what's wrong with him going out and doing stuff that may be appealing to them? Like, not hurt nobody, gonna, bro. Yeah, they gonna buy the album anyway. Yeah. I'm saying so. Yeah, I'm gonna go do shit that make them happy. Like I'm gonna sit on the roof of my old house. I don't understand when people get caught up and say, like, that's the reason that J Cole is successful and it's not. It's part of the reason. Yeah, yeah. But he's a hell of a rapper as well. So the pandering shit, they can stop. Yeah, talking. You talk to you. You talk to your audience, dude. That's how you win. It's it's pretty simple. Um, speaking of Dreamville, Dreamville artist JID in her interview said, "Man, people do not care about lyricism no more." All they want is fast food hip hop. Mm. It's a simple question. Do you agree with that? Do people not give a shit about lyricism anymore? He's absolutely right. Mm. Uh, I don't think that the mass, the masses, the people that are going to keep your album in rotation, they don't give a fuck about how well you're rapping. Mm. My thought was when I heard this, though, as a, if I were J. Cole, if I heard him say this, I would wonder why he sticks to trying to be in a lyricist then. Like, why is J.I.D. out here trying to, like, like that, that last album where he was rapping his ass off? Yeah, no, there's some layers to that. But to his point, I ain't go back and listen to that shit. Like, it was microwave music. Like, I just listened to it because everybody was telling me, oh, I heard that new, have you heard that new J.I.D.? You got to hear that new J.I.D. And I listened to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, he rapping his ass off. And then I went on about my day, and I've never doubled back to it. Not to say that it's not a good project, not to say no. he's not a good rapper, but to speak to the microwave society... Yeah, because people ain't trying to make shit impactful. They just trying to put shit out. I I, I want to keep my name in the zeitgeist, in the stratosphere, so people are talking about me. Don't matter how good the song is, the song ain't even long enough for me to remember. It's two minutes long, yeah. so it ain't even long enough for me to remember. So J.I.D., yeah, he has a point, but I would wonder why he doesn't alter his style because he is a talented artist. He got a little melody he can hold and everything, but he's still doubling down on being a lyricist, which is strange to me. I disagree with this statement. I feel mm. like there has always been, because my, my first question would be in what time in hip hop were there only people checking for lyricism? I don't know if there was a, there's a, a time in hip hop when that was only the case. They've been, uh, lyricists have been successful, mm-hmm. but they're successful now. J. Cole is successful now. 
Kendrick is successful now with a strong body of work about mental health in the black community, dude. Number one album, dude. That was on the top of everybody's number one album list. You just said multiple people told you, have you heard this J.I.D.? Same for me. So there's people out here that are checking for it. I just think the audience for hip hop has grown. So therefore, the audience is split. Some people are here for the lyricism. Some people are here for the goddamn the, the whatever the dance music. The I just want to rock or whatever the case may. The vibe shit. It, there's enough, but I believe there's enough for everybody. That doesn't mean because there's more people out here consuming the vibe shit that the, all of a sudden nobody wants lyricism. I, I disagree with that. I just think it's more people consuming, and so therefore you're going to get more people that have an appetite for the vibe shit. That's it. The, I, I believe the appetite for the lyricism stuff is still here as well. You just got to be in the right spaces. There's Facebook groups, Instagram group chats, niggas in there. There's people everywhere talking about bars. Nigga, Griselda is owned because of that. These niggas ain't got hit singles. <laughs> they merch sell out every album, dude. Like, <laughs> they shows be packed. So it's a, you can't say that. There's just a space for it. Now, it's not on the radio per se. That's what you're looking. Did JID turn on the radio and be like, man, I ain't none of these niggas talking about none. What? It's that's never been that. So, Maybe. like, I just, I, I disagree with the statement, man. I think niggas is overreacting. Maybe that's his excuse for why he isn't as big as he thinks he should be. I agree, and and mm. that's part of that's delusion. It's delusion. Yeah, JID is a pretty delusional. Yeah, make better music, bro. Cause J, J Cole spitting the nigga album getting spins. Yeah, yeah, when he dropped, niggas tapping in for that shit, dude. I mean, generally I speaking, if I were to critique Jay, like if he came to me and be like, "Bro, why you wouldn't listen to my like?" It's just too complicated. Like I ain't trying to do all that when I'm listening to music, bro. Like his album was a lot. And yeah, it I'm was. not ignorant of the fact that he was rapping his ass off, but it was still like, bro, I don't. It's too much. So, to each his own, like you said, man. But th- but see, here's the thing, though. You can do that. I'm going to tell you who's the coldest rapper ever at making complicated shit sound simple. That's Jay-Z. Coldest nigga ever at that shit. He got double and triple entendres and bars. It's layered and all of that, but it doesn't come off that way like a Wu-Tang CD would. (laughs) It comes off more. He he was able to mask it and make it. He was able to make it more consumable, bro. Like You didn't have to really listen that hard to catch it but if you did listen hard then you peep the underlying shit it was like oh shit that's why you got the decoded book like he's able to do that without making it sound lyrical spiritual miracle shit jid is on there rapping six different ways nigga with 12 different flows with three different, different voices on one song lives different from the damn song like it's just... bro like it's it's it there's a lot and so maybe if you get better at putting that in a package that's palatable or more palatable then maybe people would would bang with it but i like I, I say stay true to what you like and keep doing you and not and stop complaining about what people are into i'm sure jid shows got plenty of faces in it bro i'm sure he can capitalize and look at his mentor bro j cole has capitalized off that shit doing dollar in a dream shit talking to his audience talk to your audience and feed them you'll be straight bro look at currency like come on now yep. to be fair when i went to that um when i went to push a t-show Mm-hmm. JID had something right next door. It was yeah. cracking. I believe it. Cracking. So, like you said, that was just speaking to your point of his yeah. fans. Like people come out and fuck with him. So yeah. it was way more people than those push a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Lately, Top Dog has been teasing Animal Brown new black hippie songs. For those of you <laughs> who are not in the know, that's Absol, Kendrick Lamar. Schoolboy Q and uh, J Rock. What's the last nigga name? J Rock. Couldn't remember his name. He thought he retired. Um, however, Top Dog is saying he hasn't retired, and there may be new black hippie songs, possibly even an EP or an album. Animal mm. Brown, is it too late for this? Uh, n- yes, because it's not gonna happen. I wouldn't say it's too late as if people don't want to hear it, but it's too late because the ship has sailed. Kendrick has moved on. He rapping PG Lang. He got his own shit now. Um, we, if we get any black hippie, it's going to be him and baby Keem. <laughs> Ain't going to have nothing to do with TDE no more. Uh, I will say, now, do people want to hear it? Of course. It ain't got to be a full project. It, he, he even said, man, look, man, they owe y'all at least an EP, and I would agree. And I know you have an EP's worth of songs on that hard drive you got, your ass can put out, dude. So I don't know what the holdup is. Um, but again, 
Yeah, uh, well, yeah. But the niggas is missing the action, bro. J Rock fuck around have dreads now. I ain't seen a nigga in years. Uh, Schoolboy Q is on fucking NBA, uh, MLB or whatever the fuck the golf in two K shit now. Like he out doing. Yeah, yeah. He done picked up a whole new hobby and is thriving in that. Does he still rap? Who knows? This nigga at the fucking masters and shit this year. So, Bro, do people want to hear it? Yes. Isn't going to happen? Never in a million years. And I really wish he'd stop teasing fans and playing with niggas emotions it's never gonna happen please stop bringing that shit up that's making me that's make that's letting me know that tde has nothing else in the in the chamber on deck (laughs) bro tell me about the new nigga y'all got who did y'all just sign who like put me on somebody dude stop talking about old shit but it ain't gonna happen it's not cool that was what i was wondering you took the words right out of my mouth when i heard him talking about black hippie i was like whoa where are the new niggas at like where's reason what are like, like what are niggas that you signed that ain't had an album? Not J Rock and these niggas that ain't put out one in five to seven years, but the newer niggas that ain't put out in two to three years. Where you they know? at? Start a new black hippie with them. Of course, I want to hear Kendrick Lamar and those niggas on the same track and the same songs. However, I know that's highly unlikely, and I I won't hold my breath for it. It doesn't matter if it happens or not. Me personally, I wouldn't mind to see him rebranded. Get like we were talking about this last week. We don't even have a group in hip hop anymore. That's true. Like, go on and run with that shit. The name already famous. You got reason. And uh, what is it, Boogie? Boogie over there with them? Nah, nah. He on Slim Shady shit. I would get three niggas signing the T, pump them under this black hippie shit since I already got the name for it, and make y'all niggas like it. I might have a. You might have the original black hippies on the new black hippie shit. No, like just just something. To give us a brand new spark from TDE, man, they ain't got lazy off that scissor money, man. <laughs> that scissor money came in, them niggas like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> she waving a flag right now. She keeping the boat afloat. Holding it down like black women do. She is holding it down over there. Facts. <laughs> they need something, though. And again, they've signed up. They've signed an actor, too. Like, there's a chick. She was on... um. She was on the freshman the class, but she's not like super true hip hop, so it may not be the same crowd. The actor? Checking. No, no, it was a chick that was oh, on. Uh, an actor. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, she was on a double XL freshman class. I cannot remember her name. Uh, sorry about Who that. But I mean, but there's another dude that like he did a freestyle a couple of about two years ago that was like, oh, here's a new TDE new CI. Yeah. Bro, where's he at? Like, where is them niggas at? Bruh. Like shit, even Isaiah Rashad, what was it last year, two years ago? Don't might want to hear that though. Don't might want to hear that. <laughs> Please don't. Listen, if he put out Black Hippie and Isaiah Rashad is involved, nigga, throw the whole name away. <laughs> the fuck would be so much of a disgrace. Oh my god. It's more likely his so name. pissed. Like if he, more... <laughs> I look, he got Black Hippie coming soon, and like niggas got niggas' faces blacked out, nigga, and then, and then he dropped that shit. It's your big Isaiah. reveal is Isaiah Rashad. I'll be mad as fuck. Hey, he more likely to get him on there than uh, Kendrick Lamar. Hey, but I'd be so motherfucking out of That's funny. That's funny as hell. He definitely more likely to get him than Kendrick, though. Oh, shit. I'll never get, man. Man, listen. Oh, moving on, man. God damn, to some shit that's actually happening. Uh, Drake's new tour. Put the tickets out, man. Drake featuring 21 Savage. The new tour is coming up this summer. Hey, man, everybody was able to snatch their tickets. If you saw online, the prices was insane. Somebody was so hot at the prices that they actually have a class action lawsuit against Ticketmaster. This person purchased a pair of tickets, official platinum seats, for $789 a piece July 14th. I mean, that takes place on July 14th. The following day, a second show was added. For July 15th, the same seats cost $350. He's suing <laughs> Ticketmaster for price gouging. People have been on Ticketmaster's neck for a while now. Do you blame, who do you got more smoke for, Ticketmaster or the artists for continuously going through them and not standing up for the fans? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Um, before I answer it, there's a, a clause on the front of Ticketmaster. I listened to this this morning, so that's how I know this. There's a clause on the front of the ticket that you can't sue them. Mm. I don't know why dude is wasting his money. Like you can't like, all they suits have to go through arbitration. 
You can't go to a court and sue Ticketmaster, mm. which speaks to the blame that I have of them being a fucking monopoly. Like, who else are the people supposed to use, especially since they partnered with Rock Nation, which was the biggest brand in touring? So if I got the ticket brand and I got the touring brand, you got to use one of us. Yep. 90% of the time, if you on tour, you using them. Um, I blame them. Uh, I don't know if artists can withstand the downfall of selling their tickets independent. Nope. I'm not sure if everybody got that type of money. Like Drake could do it. Absolutely. Taylor Swift could do it. She could. But when you talk about people who cool with the little kickback to Ticketmaster, get them, I don't have to set up a point of uh, purchase. I don't have to do all of these things to try to get my money from this concert. I can just get this check from Ticketmaster. Yeah. Uh, that's how they've manipulated the system into working it best for them and they're operating like a monopoly. Right. I love to see artists band together and say, hey, man, we're selling our tickets independently. Go to such and such dot com and you can cop them here. But it's not that easy. And we know that. Yeah. Um, first of all, I would be pissed if I was this person. This person is alleging that Ticketmaster knew that there would be a second show. They just purposely waited until the first one sold out and then announced this one for the cheaper tickets. So I understand the frustration. You paid $800, bro, and the next day it's available for $350? Bro, that's despicable. And somebody need to do something. Because number one, Ticketmaster don't seem to care about bots eating up tickets. They don't care. They're smacking you with the the um, the fees. The, the fees. fees be almost the same price as the ticket. And that's yes. fucking ridiculous, dude. It's never had to be that. Like, why is it like that now? It's getting ridiculous. Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Drake. Everybody wants to go see these tickets, but niggas got to take out mortgages on their house, nigga, to go to a fucking show, bro. Like, it's it's ridiculous. I do. I am glad somebody did something. Somebody has to do something, though. Somebody got to step in. I don't know if it's, like, government officials, nigga, the fans. Tay-Tay handling it. Like, Tay-Tay handling this. Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift. Her fans like what the ones to be fucked with the she hell are they gonna she do she got more range than drake well <laughs> a great question <laughs> some of her fans are lawyers like, i was listening to this literally this morning on his news show i listened to called start here but um when this shit happened with her tickets there was a lot more backlash and people was protesting outside of capitol hill and they were talking about the legal like she got lawyers and shit this fans of hers but what has happened is they brought a suit against Ticketmaster, and they took something to Capitol Hill too, where Congress has to take a look at it. So currently, Congress is going to try to do something about it. But Taylor Swift was the one that it happened to, where motherfuckers was like, "All right, all these white people getting mad, they outside protesting and shit. Let's go see what this is about." But yeah, if something's being done about it, we hope it's definitely in front of Congress and they doing a bill or something. I think I don't. I, what I'm don't understand is why someone else hasn't been able to come along and just come up with their own platform. Like they're, they're for, there's always competition. There's Pepsi, there's Coke, there's McDonald's, there's Burger King. Like why is there, isn't there a second? There's StockX, there's GOAT. Like I just feel like there's always two, th- at least two. Where is the other new Ticketmaster thing and why hasn't anybody come up with that? That doesn't make sense to me. I'm confused by that. And so I think that's what's really, because that's how it's you have a monopoly. Right? You're the only player in the goddamn game. You can charge whatever you want to and nobody can't do shit. Eventbrite is they competition, right? Man, don't nobody book, but nobody sells tickets. Not big boy tickets. Those are more like on a local level. Well, at least I mean, that's the biggest as you get, I think, because that's the only other people I can think of. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It says ABC News said they went to court today for antitrust laws on setting their prices. Um, Federal court in LA held a predominantly excuse me damn procedural hearing in a case brought by as many as 340 fans that alleged that live nation a subsidiary company of Ticketmaster, violated mm-hmm. antitrust and consumer protection laws lawyers for the plaintiffs were joined by a handful who flew in from various parts of the u.s they described fans who feel purchasing process is broken and corrupt so it is being here heard in front of court like, why would you be able? Why would you have the ability to pot to buy a concert ticket and then resell it for five times as much on the same platform? Because t- well, Ticketmaster added the resale capability, so they get fees on the initial sale and they get fees oh, they on the resale. On 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. So StubHub, like, it ain't got to be StubHub. You can buy a ticket. Oh, that's crazy. Yep. Yeah, they finna, they finna knock that down. <laughs> and that's why they finna knock all that down. I, I promise you, as, as part of the economy starts to get to where it's getting, this shit finna be definitely knocked down. Yeah. Um, I wonder how artists are gonna capitalize from it doing doing their own shit. I love But no artist you haven't heard one artist speak out like man, hey chicken man, y'all bullshit. Ain't nobody said nothing. Comedians do. Uh Larry mm. C, uh Louis CK. That's why he went started doing the method that he do, Andrew Schultz. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, Andrew Schultz had a big thing, big campaign about them and how he was pissed off. He started selling his on his own, actually. He, yeah. he started doing it, but com- comedy clubs are different. Like, you, you know, you got just a different procedure to go about, but comedians yeah. are way more. I heard Joe Rogan talk about it. They way more pissed off about it than musicians. Somebody got to say something, man. All it takes is Taylor Swift. Somebody say something, though. This shit, this shit get out of hand. Tay Tay pissed off. Clearly. All righty. Next man on our week in review, Juicy J, the juice man himself, is coming out with a memoir, a B. I remember he was funny on the TV show they had on MTV. Yeah. That would make me want to read it. My question to you is, would you read the Juicy J memoir? Hey, man, Chronicles of the Juice Man. Hey. Boy, his hair on the cover is insane. Uh, Jay-Z got niggas looking wild out here. Secondly, started that. Facts. We had a photo shoot where my hair was like that. I no, no, you didn't. I ain't no damn way. We did at the studio. My hair definitely looked like that. <laughs> definitely ah! looked like that. That was a light version. His shit looks insane. I'm here for it, man. Um, the only thing I be here's the thing I be scared of these books. How real like, are they gonna keep it? That's what I be wanting to know. Uh, because Juicy J three six back in the day, it's some wild. I know. They got some wild ass stories, bro. Are they going to be in this book? Or are we going to get the watered down version? I didn't read Fat Joe's memoir because I just assumed that it was the watered down Fat Joe memoir. I, I need the real deal Holyfield. And if it ain't that, I don't want to hear it. But I am here for more rappers telling their story via books, getting people to read. I'm here for that. So I may check it out. It looks like a short book, 350 pages. That's not too bad. Um, I see what what's up with Juice and, and, and how 3-6 came about. I was a huge 3-6 fan back in the day. So I'll uh, I think I'm gonna check this out, man. What about you? You fucking with him? Juicy J is funny. Um, for that reason, I would want to check it out. But you just reminded me because I did buy that Fat Joe. Mm. It was watered now, yeah. and I stopped listening to it because it was just. We've heard the stories about Cheryl Squad and Fat Joe in the Bronx. The book wasn't. It wasn't hitting like it was supposed to when he was telling some of those stories. You could tell a lot of it was left out. Mm. Uh, so the same thing like you're saying with juice man he's funny i think he's gonna have a very funny perspective memphis was so it's coming in for all those things and i think juicy J a pretty interesting person too like you've yeah. seen him talk he's like interesting so i'd like to know the backstory behind that and a dj paul is brother project pat is project pat is his brother so yeah. I, yeah i want to know more about that like how did that how is that going up? So, yeah, there's some things that I'm interested in in seeing about this book. First of all, I just hope he's not reading because that was Fat Joe's problem. I listened on Audible and he was narrating some slaw 100 uh, percent. So I can't take Juice Man narrating his story. I hope we get a good narrator for it. But, but Fat Joe funny, ooh, though. Fat Joe funny, too, though. But it sounds like Fat Joe reading the book, though. It ain't like natural Fat Joe funny. I got charisma. It's like, yeah. here, Fat Joe, read these words off the page. Yeah. I'm Fat Joe. I grew up in the Bronx. Like, bro, come on, man. That's exactly what it was like. So not knocking <laughs> him. Like, I just couldn't get it. I was like, ah, this is some slaw. Niggas get nervous, man. They don't be want to fuck up. They yeah, be like, reading that that his bag, bro. Though. Like, yeah, you niggas reading like he was in school. Like, this is just not your bag, bro. Let somebody else do it. Get somebody else to do it, my nigga. Hey, niggas. Like, this would have been. Nigga, niggas seen Jay Prince doing it, and they thought they felt like they needed. They need felt the need to do that shit. Jay Prince shouldn't have did it. Dame no. Dash shouldn't have did it. No, Fat uh, Joe shouldn't have did it. None of them niggas should have read their own books. And Juicy J better not do it. I hope not. I'm trying uh, to think if I heard it. Have I heard anybody read their own shit? That was did Scarface. Did you have the Audible on Scarface or did you had the hard copy? I read it. I had the original book on Scarface. Yeah, that shit was kind of good though. It was Scarface book was good because it went yeah. in depth. Like it yeah. showed why he was fucked up and crazy. Gucci Man book was okay. Pimp C book that. was good. 
Pimp yeah. was good and Gucci Man. Yes, like those they was they laid it all out there though. So niggas dropping memoirs out here. I wonder what that bag look like. That's a cool million gotta be booked. Really? Absolutely. I would think so. Oh, that's not bad. Publisher, yeah, publisher gonna make some good money off that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That ain't bad. Yeah, Rick Ross book. Rick Ross yeah, book was good, good though. Yeah, Rick Ross book was good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Shout hey, out man. to read, man. Y'all niggas pick up some books out there. I love to see the readers. So let us know what y'all read. Absolutely, man. Hey, <laughs> Soldier Boy went on a viral rant this past week again. You know how he gets down once every quarter. He going on a rant. This time it's because. Some ladies on a podcast. Well, I don't think they were on a podcast. They were on an Instagram page. The question was posed to the ladies, would you rather have a dinner with Soldier Boy or $250 in food stamps? Mm. The entire panel selected $250 in food stamps over a dinner with Soldier Boy, who is a known entrepreneur, tech entrepreneur, rapper, got it out the mud on YouTube. The whole nine. <laughs> My question, which would you choose? The food stamps me. or the dinner? I'm, I'm going to add on to it. I'm I'm going with the joke. I'm going with the 250 in the food stamps, 100%. He was so hot about that shit. I know he was mad. I, was it all women on the panel? Did you see yeah. it? Okay. Oh, I could understand that coming from all women. This is going to sound crazy to say, no. especially how the, the ladies make the big bro jokes and shit how niggas be. But I could see a nigga wanting to have dinner with Soldier Boy thinking he could get some information with it versus the 250 and food stamps. And I could see a girl like, nah, I'm cool because that nigga lame. He's going to try to talk to me. It's going to be a whole thing. I'm going to be uncomfortable. Just give me 250 worth of food and I'm good. I ain't got to deal with this nigga. I could see that because he looked like that type of nigga. I'm not even sure if I would want to sit down and have dinner with him, even though I know he probably got some good information. Yeah. But I ain't sure. All right, what would you do? I'm blaming Soldier Boy for this. I'm taking the 250. I'm blaming Soldier Boy for this, though. <laughs> He's the reason why people are taking the food stamps. It's because of the way he portrays himself. Mm-hmm. I can't take. Can you picture him? I, I've never seen him serious. Like I think he did an interview on a uh, Revolt. I think he did the assets over liabilities, and so and I didn't watch that to be fair. But everything that I have looked at is him trolling. Him being extra Drake, like everything is extra, bro. And I don't, I'm not gonna sit and listen and talk to you about that, bro. You have fucking skateboard motor, motorboard skateboards that fucking caught on fire by themselves. But I'm not. What can I don't listen? I respect how he got on. He was one of the early people putting his music on YouTube and getting on. I'm not mad at that. I, I get it. That's cool. But I'm I'm super good on the Soldier Boy conversation, and I blame him for that. That's the perception that he puts out here. So nobody's gonna take him seriously. There's just a couple of rappers that probably should be taken seriously that people just don't. He's one of them, dude. That's not taking anything away from his accomplishments. It's just people don't take him. They look at him as a joke. Yeah, give me the two fifth. <laughs> it's just like, bro. It, and 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 this is all off of the heels of the whole. Like, would you rather have fifty thousand or, or dinner with Jay Z? You know that whole. Right, right. I get the comparison. The, the the comparison that they came up with the two fifty worth of food stamps for Soldier Boy is hilarious. Yes. Versus the, <laughs> that that's the funniest part. Not even two hundred fifty dollars, nigga. Yeah, the food like stamps. food stamps though, like that's nuts. I see why he was made. I would be pissed off if I'm getting y'all show shut down and everything. Oh, come on, come on with the rights and the titles to your little LLC. I'm buying all of that. I ain't never recording it. <laughs> Can you manage a business meeting with Soldier Boy, bro? And I'm not even saying he's not capable. I, I'm just saying picture it. I can't believe with all the success that he had that he act like that all the time. I can't. Yeah, that's true. When he got to turn that off. Like he got, yeah. At some point in time, like when he making these deals, because he's been able to stay and jock had to deal with this question. Like when somebody would ask him or somebody asked Jock, how are you able to maintain your lifestyle? You just had oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> and he got mad about that, but I feel like that's a very good question. Yeah. That nigga try to say, well, I got slaps. No, bro, you have one hit. <laughs> and the better, like, you would have been putting niggas on game if you had been like, this how you maintain off of one hit. But instead, that nigga took offense to having one hit. So the same thing with Soldier. But I'd ask him, man, like, bro, how you been able to maintain off his just one hit. That's a, he can that's tell a, me about the other shit and all that, but that's a good ass question. That's dude. a that's he a legitimate question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why nah. I didn't understand why Jock was hot. Like niggas, niggas. That's that's Facts, one thing, bro. and we talk about this all the time. Yo, what is Nick? What is so and so doing right now? Like, I, like not even on no pocket watching shit. I'm just curious to know 
how people are able to maintain who had short careers in hip hop. Like, did you You flip it? Did you buy some businesses? Like, what kind of land? What's going on? Like, you're managing another artist now. Does he pay you? I'd love to fucking know. Just, I agree with you. Though. Just from a business perspective, not even on no pocket watch and shit. I, I just wish people yeah, would. Like, I don't even gotta know how much money you got. It, I just want to know what you do on a day to day basis, and how do you pay your bills? Like, are you nope. straight? Like, do you nope. have to worry at the end of the month? You gotta call niggas and be like, "Hey, bro, I need this." Or are you, do niggas call you? Like, I love to have a conversation with somebody like Jock, <laughs> Soldier Boy. Jock got a nine to five though. I mean, he on the radio. Work on the radio. They, they don't make that much money, bro. How much you think he make he make on the radio? He probably make a hundred a year. That's about right. In the A, maybe a little more. No, he might make about one twenty five. Are you saying that because it's young jock? Yeah, for sure. That? Okay, for sure. Do you think the other radio personalities make that much? Like no. the brat? Do you think she make that? Uh, the brat good though. <laughs> I know she good. The, I'm, I'm the just brat asking, turned down. I'm trying to get a gauge of what they make on the radio. I know the, the brat good. Nigga, the brat gal up like 10, yeah, 15 know, yeah, too, she, So it ain't even dumb good. She ain't worried about a thing, nigga. She, she ain't worried about pregnant shit. for God's sake. Like you know, she ain't worried about shit. Like what? You got a baby? The brat? How? The what? Brat up, nigga. They 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 not tripping. But I wanted to do like DJ such and such from the five to nine traffic hour. Like, do he oh, make a hundred thousand? No. What do he make about sixty? About sixty, seventy. But they get they get club bad. appearances. Yeah, and yeah. You gonna eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They eat off it. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Nah, that's cool. That's a, for half a for four hours of work <laughs> yeah, on the radio. Yeah, like I'm saying, bro, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> All right. Lastly, before we get to our wins and losses on this On Deck TV show week in review, uh, just a little hip-hop history, man. Did you know A.B. Easy e passed on 326, your birthday? I mean, yeah, man. 325, Big came out with the, um, what is it? Life, Life After Death. Death. Yeah. One of the best double discs ever. And Dipla- Diplomatic Immunity came yep. out 20 years ago today. So, shout out to hip-hop. Which one of those is better, though? Big or the Diplomatic Immunity? Big out of respect, but that diplomatic community is closer than you would like to believe. You you, you took way too long to say the answer, which is clearly big. <laughs> Hot that diplomatic community closer than you like to believe, though, man. Yeah. That, that that's a close. It's close. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, easy eat, though, man. Three twenty six ninety five. Did you see uh, Cam talking to Puff about that sports show that we were talking about? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, he went down and met with Revolt about like having it aired there. And May sent out a prayer. <laughs> Say, God, please <laughs> let him come with the bag and not uh not publish him. <laughs> I would be in- if Mace. If I was Mace gonna was, ask you my yep. question, would you be mad if you was Mace? No, I wouldn't be mad. He just had to have a business, right? Mace needs to be aware of what that paperwork looked like in 2023 and got no excuses. I wouldn't be mad if he worked back with Puff. But that paperwork got to be A1. I'm having four lawyers look at it. He already Sitting all next to each other, foot. nigga, back to back. Nigga, as soon as one lawyer done, pass it to the next one, dude. He already started off on the wrong foot by letting Cam go down there by himself. <laughs> That's like, not- you should have been there. I don't, I don't want to see no Instagram posts, no d- long distance prayers, nigga. I'm, I'm on a flight to Miami because I think that they're going to do the show together, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's funny. Puff know how to slide in, boy. That's funny, man. Nah, nigga, I got I got the lawyers on the assembly line, nigga. Look, reading that motherfucker. I'm there. Nothing. Lawyers with me entailed, nigga. We all coming. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there. Y'all need to just hold on. I'll be there in about fifteen hours. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey man, let's All get right, to some man. wins and some losses, man. Your boy CeeLo from Goody Mob entered the club. Shout out to um Shorty Low. They were paying homage to Shorty Low. He entered the club on horseback. Things went left, ended up falling off the horse, but got up, dusted himself off. No harm, no foul. 
Win or a loss, CeeLo trying to enter the club on horseback, bro. That's a loss. That's crazy. But for the simple fact that the risk ain't worth the reward. It's not. Like, if you come in there on a horse, niggas, and be like, okay, he's on a horse. That was pretty cute. If you fall off that goddamn horse, niggas is going to remember that for the rest of their life. Facts. They're going to be old as fuck. Man, you remember that nigga CeeLo tried to come in here and own the horse and he fell off? No, sir. No, thank you. Am not doing it. What about you? Whose idea was it to have a horse? Nigga, the DJ with music was loud. The DJ was talking. Nigga, man, 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 man. Nigga, the lights was going crazy. Nigga, the horse, like, what the fuck am I at? <laughs> this ain't the barn, nigga. What y'all got going on? And this fat nigga on my back. Man, come on, y'all. Get me out of here, nigga. Nigga, the horse was dumb confused, dude. So that was a terrible idea, nigga. Like, the fuck? That was way, way Big too L. Risky. He fell hard as fuck. <laughs> I don't even know why that nigga even considered that. Like I know some who somebody got fired. Hey man, whoever he told Cee-Lo, man, hey, you got to go in on a horse, nigga. You yeah, that was terrible tomorrow. Terrible. Um, next up, man. Speaking of Puff, win or a loss, his reality show just started filming, airing on Hulu, coming soon. Are you here for the Puff and Family reality show? Yes, Puff funny. It's been way too long since he's been on reality TV. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I want to see it. I think his kids have personality too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this is an easy call. Um, yeah. last time we saw him, of course, was um uh I almost said how to make it in America. The fuck dumb random. Um damn, I forgot the name of the goddamn puff reality show. Oh, making the band. Uh, making the band. Mm-hmm. And they were actually doing, they were rebooting that and they had a casting call and everything. And then something called oh, COVID 19 yeah. hit and, and completely threw that off the rail. So he back on TV. Too. Yeah, it, it was down here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember it was a so, long Puff need, Puff need a new show every like three years, to be honest. He need to be on TV. Be real. He need to be tapping. I, would you, what about the Young Miami and Puff reality show? Nah, I'm cool. She get on my nerves. Cool off. You don't like her? Nah, I looked at the Kevin Gates interview finally on that uh, Carissa. Please, she's funny though. I like her. She's good in that setting right there, though. I will say that's that's pretty entertaining in that setting. But I'm I don't think I could watch a show of her. Though. I'm gonna be real. But I don't know though. Puff might make it funny though. Yes, he might because her interview with him was funny. Yes, he funny and she funny. That would be pretty good. Uh, WRL Chris Brown had a concert recently. He brought a female fan on stage, <laughs> gave her a lap dance. <laughs> Her boyfriend was in the crowd, didn't like it, dumped her after she got off stage. Dude, is, that a, is that a win or a loss? That's a L, man. He like, like, bro, like, the whole, whole, whole pass thing. Like, it's a lap dance, bro. I don't know what kind of relationship they got, but I wouldn't be mad if they have, like, like, it's Chris Brown, nigga. That was fresh. This generation's Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, it ain't like some random background dancer for Beyonce pulled her on stage and was doing it's Chris fucking Brown nigga that's what she came to see dude <laughs> yeah like I get it you gonna take the jokes from your homeboys and shit but still all you gotta tell them nigga it's Chris Brown what the fuck am I supposed to do no yeah. that's what you pay them high ass ticket master fees to go see Chris Brown dude. let her enjoy that man too many niggas out here don't want women to enjoy themselves man let her enjoy that bro and hey, that's first of all rocket ground anyway that's number one yeah. or it was or it was super new but number most importantly yeah, nigga you why you even go dude like see you right. see like, her, her home girl you wouldn't even have to know this. about this i wouldn't even knew this because i'm not looking at her page i'm not gonna be there she not gonna tell me about it like oh that shit would have had to go viral nigga <laughs> i don't give a fuck about you like I'm chris brown concert have fun how much tickets i got you cool see y'all when y'all get back shit. oh shit uh, last W or L man Corday um was a guest on uh the shop and he said that he turned down a pop song from Maroon Five. Um, the song ended up having nine hundred and fourteen million YouTube views, but he said he wasn't he was too early in his career and he didn't think that he was ready man, for a pop song. Win or loss? Stop it! I hate too smart niggas, man. Because this got nine hundred and fourteen views. This song was like that goddamn U two album. It yep. came with iPhones. Like it was in the phone when you got it. And yep. you trying to tell me why be in Corday? I'm gonna use your old name. You trying yep. to tell me, all right, so it's cool. I turned out 95% of the shit I do for my brand. Like, bro, your brand would be out of this fucking world if you was on that Maroon 5 song. Yeah. Stop he it. Stop acting like he ain't he, he it, 
the thing for me was he was acting like, you know what? It's cool. I turned down, you know, 95%. Like, stop, bro. You all think in the room, bro. Take that easy little check, dude, and go on about your business. That would have gave, garnered you so many more new fans. And, and I listened to the song. It ain't even like it's like super poppy. Like, it ain't even... Bro, like, it's not that deep, bro. Maroon 5 did the Super Bowl in Atlanta. They brought out Travis Scott. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody looked at Travis Scott like he sold out. Like, no, bro, nobody cares, dude. He got he got two billion more streams off of that one appearance, dude. And your ass should have been on this song, dude. It's called Memories, if anybody is like, damn, what song did he pass up? They did end up putting two rappers on it, though. Mm. And the, the two rappers surprised the fuck out of me. Who was it? Nipsey Hussle and YG. Are on it. That's, man, I got. There's a regular that. version with no rappers, and then there's the version with them too. I listen to that. Did you listen to the one with this? Yeah, tough. It, yeah, it's. I mean, it's okay. Um, Maroon Five, okay. I think they had one CD that was banging, but I ain't really been checking on. But it's not super poppy though. It like, oomps, oomps. it ain't that type yeah. shit. They like yeah, more like emo music. You know yeah, saying? it's like, kind of like it's a little more alternative. Like it's not bad. It's not a bad song though. But I don't he tripping like when though. niggas like Corday try to think that they outthinking the room, bro. Like yeah. I, I'm on. I I got news for you, my nigga. You're not Nas. Like you're not gonna be Nas. You're not gonna be Jay Z. All of these the uh, song with 914 YouTube view. You should have been on that song. Like yeah. somebody's advising you wrong, bro. Like that nigga said he's turning down 95 percent of the shit that's offered to him. Now I understand why when I be like, oh damn, I go Corday. I ain't seen him in forever. Yep. Nigga, because you ain't doing shit. You turn that thing down. So yeah, that, he he tripping. Uh, that shop episode was pretty good, although uh, your boy Rich made it and um, Steve Stout. Rich and Steve Stout, I could listen to them two talk all day, though, because Steve Stout be dropping gems. I, I fuck with him. Uh, on Decker of the Week, man, we are going to YouTube. Shout out to the homie Hendrix Loco. I'm mad at AB for hating on Snow on the Bluff. LOL. That's a certified hood classic. <laughs> Good episode, Thanks. though. Appreciate that, Thanks. big dog. Snow on the Bluff is some slaw. Not even going to hold it. some slaw now or when you like it, It's some slaw now. I'll it was give some that. slaw at the time of its That's release. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, That's absolutely insane. Shout out to Ice Water Willie on the last episode, man. He said, in regards to the top 10 rap CEOs, he said, P over Jay-Z due to Dame Dash's accomplishments, accomplishments with Rockefeller. So he's kind of like, that's kind of cheating. It's two CEOs versus one. Nah, P don't even make the list now. I ain't even going to What? Nah, nah, that's, stop. We're not going yeah. to erase history. That's what we're not going to do. They got here shaking a 10 cup for like rice and beans <laughs> and shit. Fuck that. P done fell off my list, man. Uh, give me something to put on, man, or put me on something, I should say. There is a new series on Hulu called Tone Death, Lost in Hip Hop. It's talking about all the losses since Tupac. Uh, it's like been 90 murders in, in hip hop since 1996 of artists, and they're just breaking down the psychology of that and how it affects the people that are listening to it. That's on Hulu. It's called Tone Death. First episode was kind of slow, but I'm waiting on it to get better. Tone Deaf is kind of hard. It's kind of a hard title. I'm going to be real. It is. Um, I put on this week, of course, we know uh, we know TV with Sunday nights or Succession Sundays we from here to the next 10 weeks. Complete crack, final season. Um, super dope. One of my favorite shows on TV. But I'm going to YouTube. I mean, excuse, I'm going to iTunes, dude. It's a sleeper album came out. I don't know what made me click on this, but Sarah, the instrumentalist, it's a project called Sarah's Keys. It's all instrumentals. It's perfect if you're trying to get work done having this in the background. I'm listening to this shit. The beats are pretty good, but they're mellow. Again, perfect if you're trying to get some work done, but you like don't want it to be just quiet, but you also don't want to listen to something you know the words to because it may distract you. Check out Sarah the Instrumentalist. The new album is called Sarah's Keys. I have never heard this person in my life. They have more than one album, apparently. But I had this on play. Now I was knocking some shit out, and this was the perfect soundtrack for it, dude. So if you if you like me and like to listen to something while you work, man, check that out. It won't distract you. It'll be the perfect backdrop. Dope. Does it have to be music that you listen to while you work? Like, have you heard of uh the HZ shit? Like, well, like sound effects, different and shit? frequencies. Yeah, different I, that don't really do nothing for me. Really? Yeah, no. I was doing that shit while doing some homework. Like, if you. Type in 40HZ yep. on YouTube. It'll pop up. But yeah, that, that shit helped me out a lot. Mm. Me 
then 888-8Z is supposed to be like a happy one. Like I just listened to the different ones. It's pretty cool. It made me think of that when you said that, though. Yeah, but with the 48Z, if you ever get a chance to check it out while you're studying or doing some work or something, I think it 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 definitely you can tell the difference. That's crazy. That's like the ASMR shit. Yeah. Uh, what the what shit? It's kind of like the ASMR, like where like you listen to like the same sound over and over again, but it's like soothing. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. It's like it's played like the sun is like the. You honestly probably wouldn't even be able to tell that you was listening to it mm. once it got started until you cut it off. Yeah. Like you, yeah. when you cut it off, you'll hear damn it went quiet, but or when it stops. But while it's listening, you just kind of tunes in. I don't know what the fuck it does, but it helps. That's crazy. It's um, wild. Yeah, that's nuts. Man, listen, another week in the books, guys. We appreciate y'all tapping in youtube.com slash on deck TV show. Leave a comment, man. We'll try to get our best do our best to read them on the show. As always, anything else before we get ghost? Absolutely not, man. We appreciate you guys joining us, been rocking with us for 10 years. Keep posted on what we're going to do for that. Otherwise, appreciate it. Yes, sir.